lovers in the air Everywhere I look around Love is in the air Every sight and every sound That's right, it's the day of love and it's the Patriot Radio News Hour. My name's Homer Lopez and I welcome you to the show. What do we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver, legal, lawful, constitutional tender. The lovely Wendy's in to take your calls, answer your questions, walk you through your order, and you can reach her at 1-800-951-0592. Or you can check us out online at allamericangold.com, point and click, and you'll love how easy it is to do it there as well. Happy Valentine's Day. You can look at all the products. You can get the news to disturb the comfortable. It's all so simple. And I'll just tell you one thing on this special day here in Arizona. All of this is brought to you with love by the CEO and owner. His name's Joe Jaquin. He's the man behind the show who grinds it out daily to make sure you're in the know holding the Fed and everyone else, I guess, accountable. But you know what? He just shares it with you and those that are like-minded with him. Joe, how are you? I'm a happy Valentine. By the way, it's not only Valentine's Day, it's Taco Tuesday. (laughs) And it's a Tuesday. (laughs) And it's a Tuesday. And did you know this? As long as you don't love the tacos more than your significant other. Well, you can't love that. Well, you can't. Uh, I'm fine where I'm at. All right, all I'm right. okay where I'm at. Did you know that today is the 105th anniversary of the state of Arizona statehood? Is that right? Yeah. Today is the day, 105 years ago, it was 1912, okay, that it was established. And we're a baby state. We're a young state. Guess, guess what number it was in the line of states, what number it was as a state. 48. Exactly. Wow. You tough to push. So, well, let me throw one other piece of history okay. at you. Okay. What are the five C's? If you know about your, your the five C's that attracted people to the state of Arizona. The five C's that attracted people to copper. Absolutely. We are right? the copper state. Right. <laughs> it is the copper state. <laughs> The five C's. Well, it's not going to be cool weather. I know that. Uh, well, weather, climate. Climate. There's two of them. Okay. There's okay. Two weather, the climate. You know, if you had tuberculosis, apparently this was the place to live back in the in 1912. Well, that starts with a T, so no good. Well, I'm saying the climate was sure. A, a, sure. conducive to tuberculosis. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I give up. Cotton? Cotton. That's right. You know what? That's so funny because there used to be a... A lot of cotton here. It used to be a big deal here. Now yeah. it's been all bulldozed down for uh, strip malls and multifamily apartments and, and houses. That's exactly right. There is the Cotton Center. The Cotton Fitzsimmons Center was funny. We had Cotton Fitzsimmons here. He was the, the Cotton And then we had the other two, the last two, were citrus and cattle. Oh. So, a little in the know for you from there. How also, used to have a lot. You know what? Orange trees used to be everywhere, like where the whole Arrowhead Mall area is right there on Bell. That thing used to be nothing but orange groves. Well, you know, and let me just ask you one last trivia question. Okay. Um, obviously, there was Native Americans here, but what? who discovered Arizona and led to its statehood? Led to its statehood? Yeah. Well, let me just put it this way. Let me just put it this way. He came through Mexico with the Spaniards, and his name is Marco Deniza, who... They named a high school after over in Tempe. Oh, there you go. How about that? Anyway, 
Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's. What that had to do? Uh, well, oh, that's right. It's the anniversary of the state of Arizona. There you go. Uh, I bet, uh, on this Valentine's Day, t- tonight, I'm so excited. We're, we're at, me and my wife are doing this cooking class. Yeah, you mentioned it a little yesterday. I'm going to learn how to make risotto. All as I wish is the guy had like an English accent and would yell at me, like on on Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> you donkey! <laughs> you Gordon, donkey! We had like a Gordon Ramsay, right? <laughs> what was the lady who had the cooking show in the '60s? Oh, Martha Stewart. No, she's oh. '80s. Oh. oh my God! <laughs> But you're talking English. Ann Landers. No, Ann Landers is a writer. Dear Abby. Oh, what was her name? Ah, Why do you do this to me? Never mind, everybody. Sorry. Didn't mean to do that to you. Somebody will tell us. Anyway. Somebody will let us know. uh, Got a... all kinds of stuff already happening today. Janet Yellen, of course, testifying in front of Congress. And we're going to try to break it all down for you. I will blog all about it today. You know what? I tried to blog yesterday, and I couldn't get it to work. And it turned out... Was it user error? It was. It was. But I've got it resolved now, so I'll be blogging again today. Uh, she's going to be talking pretty much all morning long. And, and already, I love the headlines that come out about the things that she said. Because everything she said so far that I've listened to... Now, granted, I haven't been able to listen to everything. She's essentially said one thing and then the exact opposite thing. And then it's interesting to watch what the media decides to put out. Well, isn't that the media with anything these right? days, right? Well you, know, well, you would think, right, that they would put out exactly what she said. But instead, they like to put out the, uh, I guess you're right, it is, the headline snippet. No, it's it's the headline is. snippet. What's going to sell? I mean, do... Let me ask you, when they put these headlines out, are they really concerned about selling newspapers? Or, yes. or Do they want to sell <laughs> yes. newspapers? Have you seen the newspaper industry? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> or is it more about their online subscriptions? I just don't know what they're doing anymore because newspapers are slowly becoming a thing of the past. No one reads them. Me. There's me. And you, I mean, you like are really truly an exception of what's out there. Some of the my closest friends who were religious to the Arizona Republic, have let it go. Rob Bandelier used to just, our buddy, our pal, he just was religious. Gone. Nah, I get it all online. Get it all online. See, I could get it all online, but I like the the feel of the actual paper itself. I really do. Because I thought, I, I don't know, I just, you know, I don't know, I'm a creature of habit. I guess. Yeah, well, obviously you are. So anyway, we've got a great show lined up for you. I promise that you d- we do, and and I hope you wish your significant others a happy, happy Valentine's Day. By the way, little known fact, uh, those people married on Valentine's are more likely to get divorced. Is that right? Just saying. Just saying, huh? Patreon Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. You donkey! Patriot Radio News Hour, Double J in the Love, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Our lead article today, Arizona lawmakers proposing a bill to remove the 
state tax on the sale of gold coins. Of course, you're talking about the capital gains. Arizona lawmakers are moving to allow residents to invest in gold coins and not have to pay state taxes on any profits they make when they sell them. Legislation awaiting a final House vote would carve an exemption in existing laws that require people to report and pay taxes on capital gains. You know, it's really ridiculous when you start thinking about how much we are taxed in this country. And, you know, we're sitting there, we're waiting for the Donald Trump tax thing and all that, and and I'm, I'm hopeful, I'm trying to be hopeful. But I think it's going to have a lot more uh, benefit to the Wall Street companies than really you or I. But what I haven't seen is smaller government which is really what it's all about. Where is it? If we're ever going to get out of this, we need smaller government. Republican Mark Finchman is is said buying U.S. gold coins. There's another one, by the way. Let me... No, he didn't say any gold coins, but buying U.S. minted material. And I'm telling you, the tax laws are always better. Should be exempt. Arguing that federal policies have made paper money virtually worthless. We pretend it has value, he said. But every day that we go deeper into debt, that the Federal Reserve note becomes less and less valued. In fact, since 1910 up to today, the dollar bill went from a dollar in value to less than three cents. Think about this. What investment would you possibly say is a good one if it loses 97% of its value? Or it's going to lose all of its value. And really, it, it puts to the heart of why you own gold. But I always said, go back, and really 1913, he's close, he's a little uneducated, but go back to 1913 when they created this body. And really, he talks about 1910 because... Probably because that you know they started these secret meetings. You know the the creature from Jekyll Island. One of the books you can buy on our website. Let's not forget what's really afoot here. As Janet Yellen is testifying in front of Congress today, right? There was no way that this banking entity was going to come into an ex- existence but they essentially what they did is they had a covert action right got the got the people that had married into the the Rothschilds and and uh, the Rockefellers and, and the Illuminati 
into positions of power in Congress, met in secret, and not for the reasons that you would think, but really they wanted, they were losing power. As the gold rush in the West and the expansion into the West and all of these banks were popping up and they were starting to lose deposits, something had to be done. And now I hope all of you take the time to call Governor Ducey's office and get on board with this and 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 tell them that we want the ending of the taxes, capital gains taxes on on US minted gold coins immediately. And really he has a great argument. Those who oppose the measure believe gold hoarders. <laughs> yes, you you know we're, we're hoarders now. Have you seen that, that show, Hoarders? I have. A few episodes, not many. Um, it's disturbing. It's right? In negative light, right? So you want to point it it's into a negative like light? It's a positive light to hoarding. The way, I mean, right. the show is about finding sick people. But this is what I, you know, again, the choice of words. Those who oppose the measure believe gold hoarders everywhere might sell in Arizona to avoid paying the estate tax. Right? Another tax, right? <laughs> what would be home? You know what? If if they did, so what? Wouldn't that be good for Arizona? In 2013, then-Governor Jan Brewer vetoed a similar bill over concerns that its language might exempt the state from collecting income taxes on such transactions. <laughs> of course, we, we, we know, right, that, that some companies have done this, right? They try to start paying their people in gold and using the face value uh, as a way to... Uh, avoid having to pay those things in. Gov- Governor Doug Ducey has consistently opposed the idea, the idea, saying he feared for the unintended consequence of such a change. Yes, I'm glad that you were concerned about the unintended consequences of that issue. But we're not concerned about the unintended consequences that the Federal Reserve wreaks and, and and really just attacks us with on a daily basis. Yes, lower rates did, I guess, lower the monthly po- uh, payment on your, your minimum monthly payment on your credit card bill, maybe. Yeah, that one's probably a bad example. But it, it lowered your monthly payment on the overpriced house and the overpriced car. But it really, what it really did is robbed us of our wealth. And they never talk about that. Of course, that wasn't unintended. They intended to do that deliberately. You know, and yesterday we talked about this this creature that I am is more convinced than ever 
It not only has it been premeditated, it's loaded with a bunch of academia that have no real life experience whatsoever. And their their plan, and it's been this plan, and we learned yesterday, it hasn't been this plan in the last 10 or 20 years. It's been the plan almost from the very beginning. You know, when you think about the Keynesian economic model and how uh, his writings as early as the 30s, and in the 40s called for a new global currency. The fears that the central bankers had about the U.S. dollar and how it's all coming to fruition. And and I think about the evil that was conducted that even got them in place and how they try to continually rewrite history like it didn't happen. Go to the public library. Try to check out G. Edward Griffin's book. Try to. See what happened. Of course, I don't even know. Do people do that anymore? No, I don't think they do. I, I, I don't remember the last time I heard somebody did that. I tried to do it years ago. There are no copies. None. And the whole Arizona library system. Why? Because it paints them in a bad light. Because it actually tells the truth. We can't have that. We can't have that nonsense going on. We don't want we want to live by economic models. Well, our model says that this is supposed to happen, so it must be happening. And if it isn't happening, well then we need to change the number. That's what they've done. Anybody out there that thinks that there's no inflation. Come try to buy a home in Arizona. I mean, you look around, I don't even know how many miles and miles and miles of desert are there out here. I mean, this city's like the king of sprawl, right? I mean, it's Maricopa County's like the largest county uh, in landmass-wise, I think, in the whole country. It is. It's the largest county per square mile in the country. Right, and there's so many more of it. There's it can take you uh, from the very north side, and you've done this. We've done this trip so many times when the boys were in basketball. To go to a basketball game, it takes you a complete hour of nothing but city drive. Drive it. City drive. You are passing houses and buildings the whole way from Anthem clear down to Skyline out in uh, um, south, south, south Mesa. South, south, Mesa. south Mesa. Yeah. Forget about if you're going out to Florence or Gilbert, because that's right. still all that's part of the it. same county. <laughs> okay. And you would think that there was some type of shortage, right? I could get it like Manhattan. It is an island, right? And once you run out of room, you're out of room. So maybe you could have a little bit. Of course, now it's ridiculous. But hundreds and hundreds 
of thousands of dollars to buy nothing special, to buy a house where your next door neighbor, literally, you could reach your hand out your window and slap them in the face. I mean, they were right on top of each other for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right, you go back to before we went off the, the gold standard in 71 officially when really, all this is really when all of the, the theaters, and I'm not talking about, <laughs> about that fiat car, which by the way, I saw one the other, I didn't even know what it was. Homer had to tell me. I'm like, what the heck is that? Uh, you just want to put it in your pocket, <laughs> take it home with you. It's so tiny. I'm like, that could fit in the, one, the back of my wife's car. Listen, we, we couldn't ride in that car. No, I, there's no way I could get it. Uh, uh, that car, uh, it's ridiculously small. If you golf have claustrophobic issue, you can't get in that Let thing. me tell you, golf carts up in surprise are bigger than that little car. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But anyway, what they have done. And you know what's so funny? It's all based on their little economic models. And all as they've done is change the numbers that go in there. And somehow, they're so entrenched. People think that their word is, is better than the actual data itself. One plus one equals two, unless Janet Yellen says otherwise. And if she says so, and I just heard, let's face it, the federal, whatever they say, you know what, one plus one really equals 2.456. And now we're staring down a time where, you know what, I guess this is how, you know, we're right in the, the heart of this thing, and we're getting ready, and they're getting us ready. I hope you're prepared. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Mrs. Schlafly was a courageous and articulate voice for traditional values and common sense for more than 70 years. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. Gun control is the bread and butter issue of many liberal politicians and activists. After all, liberals love to capitalize on tragedy to promote their agenda, and gun control is the best way for them to do just that. Every time a crime is committed with a firearm, Washington politicians line up for miles to clamor for more laws, more regulations, and more restrictions. Unfortunately for them, conservatives have the best political weapon of all on their side. We have the U.S. Constitution. Our founding fathers understood that the right to purchase, own, and carry a firearm is a fundamental right with dramatic implications for the lives of citizens like you and me. This truth was especially real for the Founding Fathers, whose British predecessors used gun restriction to control the will of the citizenry. In fact, the very first battle of the War for Independence was fought by the colonists to stop the British from seizing their weapons. That's why our Founding Fathers gave us the Second Amendment, a clear guarantee for the individual right to bear arms. The text of the amendment clearly states that, a well-regulated militia, being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. In the landmark D.C. v. Heller decision of 2008, the late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia beautifully expounded upon what this amendment is saying. He said, 
Nowhere else in the Constitution does a right attributed to the people refer to anything other than an individual right. We start, therefore, with a strong presumption that the Second Amendment right is exercised individually and belongs to all Americans. Justice Scalia was famous for cutting through the politics and spin in order to get to the heart of what the text of the Constitution clearly says. His majority opinion in the Heller case is arguably one of the finest of his entire judicial career. Scalia showed that no matter how hard they try, liberals simply cannot explain away the Second Amendment. As long as the Second Amendment and Scalia's Heller decision stand, conservatives have all the ammunition that they need to defend the right to bear arms. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. The Constitution is clear. No matter how much propaganda liberals spread, the ability to purchase, own, and carry a firearm is a fundamental right for law-abiding citizens. To share your viewpoint on gun control, go to pseagles.com and join the blog conversation. That's pseagles.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. It's your support that allows us to continue to do what we do 21 years. It's incredible. Right? I've been on the air now. This is my 14th year on the air. What's so funny is lately I've been t- talking about these premiums. And, I all, and I've been saying, I don't know, I, I don't remember... These premiums being this low, right? Now, I'd say it's been, you know, at least four or five years, maybe ten years. And then this morning, I got this email. And I'm just going to share it with you. It's from the largest wholesaler in the world. It's been a while since I last distributed this spreadsheet. However, we have hit a point where many items are now at a 14-year premium low. So I feel better now. Right now I can put a date on it. You you have not been able to buy gold this inexpensively as far as a premium above spot in 14 years. So I wanted to give this information wanted to get the information to you. While the metals seem to be at the beginning of a long-term move higher. Again, these people are experts at what they do. They are in direct competition with the stock market, which is making record highs almost daily. even though gold has still outperformed it. This has not only kept the generic gold market in the doldrums, but also affected the the volumes within the bullion market. Now, of course, I tweeted out today, in the last two weeks alone, 51 metric tons of gold have flowed into the paper gold markets, the ETFs. Of course, that's usually your what? Your rich Wall Street guys. This has created, at least to my old eyes, 
Like I said, I'm reading you this is a direct email. A buying opportunity in generics, which is their word. They, they call them generics, right? The old 20s that we call, you know, the raw 20s that we deal in and the 10. Many generic items, especially uncertified 10 and $20 gold pieces, can be purchased for premiums that are less than bullion pricing. These abnormalities usually correct themselves, but you know it, demand shifts and premiums rise. I'm sorry, before you know it, demand shifts and premiums rise giving the buyers at the low premiums like these the possibility of an extra rate of return. And then he says, uh, happy trading. And that was uh, from uh, Doug. He is the executive EVP uh, at the largest wholesaler in the world, Heritage, who sent that email out to all the dealers throughout the country. So when you're sitting there and you're thinking about when is the right time, you know, and the funny thing is, is everybody out there knows, hey, you know what, I'm just waiting here. And he's right, right, all-time highs and Trump and tax cuts and and what's going to happen. When you have the premiums where they're at, and I'm going I'm to really offer something that I think is just tremendous. On the U.S. $10 Liberty pieces, these are the half-ounce coins. You can pick up them today for $665 with gold trading at uh, $1,226. That means two tens would be thirteen hundred and thirty bucks, or a hundred and four divided by two. Essentially, you can pick up a ten dollar piece today for fifty two dollars over the spot price. So, if you took spot, right, you take the spot price twelve hundred twenty six. You divide it by two. It's six hundred thirteen dollars. You add fifty two bucks to it. Six hundred and sixty five dollars. Today's a great day to take advantage of it. And that would put you at the lowest premiums in 14 years. And, and you know, you go back 14 years, but you're talking about gold at like 400 bucks, Right? You're talking about, you know, a $10 gold piece back then was probably in the neighborhood of, you know, $260, $270, right? Maybe if the premium was right, maybe you could get it for about $250, right? So that $50 premium at $200, or I'm sorry, at $400, right? You're talking about a $50 premium. Now you go all the way up to $1,225 and it's still a $50 premium. That's incredible value. Uh, do you 
$10 gold pieces. And what was the number, Wendy? How many? She's looking at her thing here, her notes. Was it 70? No, on the 10th. The 10th, honey. She's looking. About 60. About 60 U.S. $10 liberties at 800-951-0592. These are the old ones, 1866 to 1907. And when we return from the break, I'm going to tell you why it is that we recommend the older gold versus the newer gold. In other words, what's the difference between a $10 gold piece and a a half-ounce gold eagle? Number one, the, the most important difference right now is the older gold piece is cheaper. Uh, but there is one very distinct difference, and for some, and it's really up to to you to decide. But there's a reason the way we do it. Uh, we had some customers in this morning, and they asked some great questions. That was one of them, and I'm going to share that all with you next. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. The lowest premium in 14 years. Wow. So you think about it, and really the prices have tripled. So when you think about it, it's even a, a it's just huge. It really is. It's a, just a fantastic opportunity uh, to, to get into this market. Uh, U.S. $10 libs today at $665 at 800-951-0592. I'm laughing because I'm like, wow, I, I don't. Remember that I mean that's so much cheaper than than what they have been in the past. And then you start thinking about why. Why old what versus new? What's our philosophy and you know, any every gold dealer I guess they have an angle, right? You've got the the bait and switch guys, right? They advertise some lost leader to get you to buy something else. Right, you 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 got the the foreign gold guys. You you got the the slab gold, right? The graded gold guys. The then you have the the graded bullion guys. And I mean, there's just so many. And, and the one thing that separates us from 99 percent of all the other people out there is we we really don't have an angle. You know, we don't we don't call our customers. We don't we don't do any of that stuff. We don't play games. We actually want you to buy the things that we advertise because we think that's the best price. So I guess if we have a philosophy, though, here's where here's where it goes, and why I like older gold versus newer gold. Most of the time. You can buy, at least on the fractional side of things, the fives and the tens, for about the same price, older and newer, right? They're, they're about the same, because premiums are, the mint doesn't make a lot of half ounce and quarter ounce uh, gold eagles, so they charge a really high premium on them. 
on the one ounce gold eagles, usually, usually the gold eagles cost less. They do. They cost less. But I still think, now, when I say less, we're normally talking maybe $20, $30 less. Today, they're not less, right? So you got an, uh, 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 an anomaly, as Heritage called it, in the marketplace where you can buy the older for less. But here's why I like the older gold. It's very simple. In 1933, we all know this, well-known, the government changed the money. Our founding fathers said our money needed to be gold and silver. In 1933, FDR closed the banks, had a banking holiday, and everybody had to turn in their gold. It's just like what's happened in India, right? Everyone had to turn in their what? Their money. The 1,000 rupee and the 500 rupee notes all had to be turned in. And after that day, they became worthless. Well, in 1933, when you turned in your gold, anybody caught using it after that day, $10,000 fine and 10 years in prison. And just to put that in perspective, to, to really see what these criminals have done at the Federal Reserve, $10,000 in 1933, that's like $10 million today. I mean, it's unpayable by everybody but the elite. They, however, left one exception. Anybody that had collectible gold coins could keep it. Of course, the average person out there, they didn't have any, right? I mean, gold was just money. And, of course, we can all speculate as to why. Right? I like to say they leave a loophole for their friends. Right, we've seen this throughout history. From 1933 to 1971, it's shocking how many people don't know this. You could not own gold in the United States. You couldn't buy Krugerrands, you couldn't buy Maple Leafs, you couldn't buy a gold bar. It was illegal. Of course, this is when the evil fiatters had their way and got Nixon to close the gold window. And, they, of course, now we're living in this huge debt bubble. But you could own gold again. Problem was, we didn't mint any gold. So the gold that you had were Krugerrands and Maple Leafs, right? Those were the primary ways to own gold. And then the, in the 80s, they decided to start minting gold again. Matter of fact, 1980, excuse me, 1986 was the first year that the United States government started minting gold eagles and silver eagles. In the law, in the act, the Gold Eagle Act, the government 
said, oh, by the way, not only are we going to mint gold again, but any of the gold prior, U.S. minted, want to be clear on that, U.S. minted gold that survived gold confiscation in 33 will now be considered a collectible. Because most of that gold got melted down and is allegedly sitting in Fort Knox today. And so that is why we like the older ones versus the newer ones. It's actually pretty simple. Final segment coming up. Final segment on this what is Tuesday. Happy Valentine's Day. The the Valentine's Day massacre on premiums continues. U.S. $10 Liberty gold pieces, 665 bucks, about $52 over spot. I think spot divided by two at 52. There you go, $665. I'm going to actually go one better. How about this? You buy 20 or more, I'm going to throw in the shipping as well at 800 951 zero five nine two uh that is the toll-free number it is now official the lowest premiums in 14 years eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two and we're talking about our philosophy you know you think about the millions and millions of ounces of the $20 Liberties and the Saints and the $10 Liberties and the $10 Indians and the $5 Liberties and the $5 Indians and how many of them all got melted down. You know, you think about how, what, where did we go, like six months when we didn't have Saints? Remember, we went... We went on quite the stretch. I mean, it, it may have been a little longer than that. And, 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 I, and I'm thinking about, man, when I started, we never even used to call the wholesalers. Like when someone came and said, hey, I want to order 50 20s or 110, we just took the order. We didn't call. Like every day, I tell you, Wendy and I, we call. What do you got? What do you got? We go around to our our, our places, our honey holes. Well, and listen, this what and, you're ordering today, it's not like you have an unlimited amount. Right, right. That's the whole point. But now, we never used to do that. We just, Eric and I used to sit down and we'd say, oh, let's run this today or that. Today. We never dawned on us to actually call and ask because they always had it. Make sure they had it, right? Right, right now, every day, we got to call now. What What is out there? And I'm thinking, how soon is it going to be before there's really not that much out there, and these premiums are going to obviously go the other way. Uh, and I just think about the states as an example. You know, gold only got to 1300 and people were already freaking out. And the thing that, that we like the most, listen, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what law the government's going to pass. All as I know is that when they wrote the law in 33, they omitted only one type of gold collectible coin. When they decided to start minting gold again, they said all of those coins that we confiscated in 33, if they haven't been melted down, they're now collectibles. The government now allows you, we talk about it, we do tons of business this way, with physical deliver, or physical uh, gold and silver IRAs. 
guess what gold you can't put in there? You can put a Krugerrand in there. You can put a Maple Leaf in there. Put a Gold Eagle in there. You can put a bar in there. You can't put an old $10 gold piece in there or a 20 And it, and it kind of just, as you connect those dots, you're kind of like, yeah. They're leaving a loophole. And so that's why we do it. There's no other big reason for it. We just kind of think that it's the common sense thing to do. Now, with a stroke of a pen, can the government do what they want? Yep, they sure can. That is true. We don't know. We're just speculating. U.S. $10 liberties. Till they're gone, 665-800-951-0592. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. We look forward to seeing you tomorrow.